Hi, this is Jonathan, a.k.a. Roadblock, and I play Jonathan the Magimuscular, the human wizard. Hi, I'm Jules. I am the rock gnome Bernice Q. Burns. Hi, this is John, a.k.a. That Film Guy. I'm going to be playing your half-orc barbarian, Carlton Tanks, who was, in fact, raised by wolves and is too enamored of ale, wine, and other intoxicants. Hi, I'm Jack Edithil, and I'm playing Travancore, a half-elf, Archer, and the Viceroy of Glenmar. And I am Lauren, a.k.a. Obocrazy, your humble DM, and welcome to Dungeons and & Dragons and & Drunks. You head on over to Pyramid Head Brewery and Tavern. It's uh, in one of the more rundown sections of town. It's not the nicest place you visited, especially all day. It's not bad. The you, you kind of sit at a table that wobbles a little bit. The uh, bar wench that comes to you to serve you seems to only speak in grunts and is missing a couple of teeth. And the place looks a little more rough and tumble than you might normally partake in. But she finds you a seat and the beer is not too watered down. And uh, are you going to do anything? Yes. I'd like to ask the bar wench two questions. First, do you happen to have sorcerer's sweat? Eh, we wouldn't carry that stuff. Okay, that's fine. No. And Why second, would anyone carry that? Oh. And secondly, do you have a booster seat for my friend here? Um, I wave. Uh, I I can <laughs> I can look for you have something. Like a and she small barrel. She wanders off and comes back a few minutes later with a stool, and puts the stool on the chair. Thank you. I climb Thanks up so on top of the school. And I... It's it's wobbly, and I'm gonna need an acrobatics check to make sure that you can like balance on this without go falling through, like, off. All my sheets of paper. I'm gonna have to consolidate. That's this uh, shit. dexterity. Right. Thank you, dexterity. A ten. <laughs> Ooh, it's not the most secure seat you've ever had, <laughs> and you feel like you spend a little more time balancing than paying attention to the room. So if you're trying to look around, it's going to be kind of hard to keep an eye on things because you're you're kind of constantly... Uh, 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 but you do any... manage to stay upright. Is anybody chewing any bubble gum? <laughs> I don't know if anyone knows what bubble gum is. I don't have bubble gum. But what I have for my friends are apples that I bought from a friendly half-elf couple. Do you guys care for some? I would love an apple. Wait, is the, is, the, is the inmate or the barmaid still here or no? Uh, she's walked off as soon as she handed over the stool. That's fine. I hand the apples off to the three of them. Also, if you run into these ruffians, it might not be a bad idea to beat them in the head with this thing so we don't have to kill them. With the apple? Also, don't forget that the uh, Carl is a twin of Jacob, so make sure we're beating on Carl and not Jacob. They're oh. not conjoined either. They're not conjoined. I'm, I'm glad to know that they're not conjoined, that they are separate <laughs> and whole beings. All right, you guys hang out for a little while. Eventually, Soria arrives. Uh, she heads on over to one end of the bar where she uh, talks to the bartender for a little bit. She sees you guys and kind of gives you a, a nod and heads to uh, towards the center of the room where she quickly kind of sets up her kit. It's basically just a lute and her own like personal little stool that she sits down on. And she starts to play. 
and it is mostly folk songs. You've only been in town for like a week and a half or so, maybe two weeks, and you kind of recognize a song or two from some of the people who've been humming them and, you know, some of the more rowdy crowds singing them. And she's she's doing an amazing job just playing her lute. The people in, in the bar are immediately starting to hum along or or tap their feet. And you're you're kind of getting to the spirit of it. She she knows what she's doing and she knows her way around this lute. She plays for a good 30 minutes and uh, goes through a whole series of songs, all of it basically upbeat. Uh, if she's playing any slower songs, they're still kind of happy, very calming tunes, kind of to, uh, you know, she's DJing very well as more people are now filtering into the place. There's now about 30, 35 patrons. There's a couple different barmaids. They're all serving each other. Every Everything seems to go well. And now I need you all to roll perception checks. Goddamn, I'm rolling out. Nineteen. I perceive <laughs> something. Uh, so sixteen. Oh, Bernie, I'm gonna. Yes. Yeah, Ber- Bernie, I'm gonna need you to do this at disadvantage because you're trying to balance on the stool at the same time. Really? So you're gonna roll t- twice and take the lower result. Seven. Plus, oh wow. Plus two though, because it requires. So I got a nine. Okay. I got a sixteen. And Jonathan and Travancore, what'd you get? I got a nineteen. Ooh. And Jonathan. 17. Okay. Carlton, Bernie, you don't notice anything. You're too taken with the music and kind of swept up in, in the song. Kind of swaying on my stool to the beat. Yeah. You've kind of got the rocking down. You're, 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 you're feeling the groove. Uh, Travancore and Jonathan, you notice two men enter who are suspiciously similar looking. And both of them, big, tall, muscular, uh, very short cropped blonde hair. They're wearing um, kind of rough, dirty farmer's clothes. And one of them specifically, you're, you could have sworn sneered at Soria before then they took two places at the bar. Hey, I think our bo- the boys are here. Boys, I think we found our target. This is rocking. Are they back in town? They are. Uh, a couple more minutes go by and one of the gentlemen actually leaves. And a few minutes later, I'd like you all to roll perception checks again. Since I've got the swaying down, I should be like more perceptionist. Uh, 15. I'm, I'm still going to need it at a disadvantage. 11. 18. <laughs> Fucking A. I got a 7. I got 15. Can I hop off my stool? If you would like to get down, yes, you, you could. You can't try again, but I'll let you hop on down. As she she is climbing down from her stool chair combo, I'm just like standing in the chair now. Yeah, uh, Jonathan and Carlton, you guys notice now three men have entered. The the one blonde-haired guy from before, and then two other gentlemen who you don't recognize, but they're wearing kind of the same rough work clothes. They're obviously all together. They've all got serious dour faces despite kind of a a joyous atmosphere that has permeated this inn and they immediately go join their their compatriot at the bar Uh, i think i'm gonna uh grab a drink from the bar you got uh anybody want to come with me i'll go with you i'll hop on your shoulder i go take a seat right next to the big burly gentleman isn't this music great and just pat one on the back real hard and i go to the other one i'm like oh i love this tune and i do the whole like bro side hug because my my arm is larger than the average wizard. <laughs> the one, uh, Carlton, the one that you pat on the back startles at your your pat, 
and he starts to sneer at you and then looks up at you and kind of very badly conceals the sneer. Realizes the error of his mistake. <laughs> realizes that maybe sneering at a guy twice his size is probably a good idea and manages to just turn it into a <clears throat> and goes back to his drink. <clears throat> uh, Jonathan, go ahead and roll me a persuasion check. Uh. 13, I think. Let me have a look. It's not very effective. 13. Actually, it's not super effective, but the guy doesn't shrug off your your touch right away. Uh, he looks at you. Uh, this guy has shoulder-length, stringy brown hair. He's wearing what, what looks to be nicer clothes, but they're all still kind of dirty and unkempt. And he kind of looks at you and says, uh, yeah, not... Not the best music I've heard. I'm I'm hoping we're going to get a new bard in here pretty soon. Oh man, I I just I've loved all her stuff. Uh but but I I I I like talking to people. What's what what don't you like about her? I I'm I'm honestly curious. I'm not trying to be a dick. I I don't know if you've noticed. And he kind of glances around. He glances at his friends and he says, "I don't know if you've noticed. She's not one of us." Oh. No, she's not. She's not a man. I, I get it. No, no. I, I, I give him a wink. I like. I know what you mean, brother. And I, I give him a wink. It's like we got to stick together. So, 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 what are you gonna do about this? He, he kind of ushers you closer to the bar and away from from everybody else, and puts a hand on your shoulder and says, "Well, not to get ahead of myself, but." We're, we're hoping that she'll be convinced to leave town tonight. Oh, okay. Well, so I, I don't understand. Uh, what's what's going to be different about tonight? I mean, I've, I, I've seen her around, so I know what you mean. And, and, and shame about the, the, what happened over at the brewery. Just absolute shame. But so, so what's going to be different about tonight, man? Roll me a deception check. Oh, yes. In the background, can you hear 19. me yell, play Freebird? <laughs> <laughs> oh, All right. So <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> really? <laughs> no. So he leans in kind of close and says, well, the only way to stop that loot is to cut its strings. And he reaches over and pats at the knife at his side. You hear from behind you, one of his friends clear his throat and say, <clears throat> Brad, if we're going to do this, now's the time. And the guy who you now know is Brad looks at you and says, listen, you don't, you don't have to get involved. Just, oh, oh, no, no, you know, no. I, you I might just, I totally understand. Hey, I do have, Hey guys, there's something I want to tell you. Magic missile. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, so we'll go ahead and roll initiative and I'll let you get a surprise round off with that magic missile. Question. Is there enough time for me to take one of my uh, apples and put it on the tip of my arrow or no? No, because you were not quite expecting Mr. Magimuscular to do this. Right. Okay. He's going to get a surprise round and then we'll we'll go into initiative. However, if you want to do that on your turn, let me know. I'll I'll, I'll let that be a free action. Okay. Oh, I didn't know I could do that. Okay, Carlton, what's your initiative? Uh, my initiative was 15. And Travancore? Oh, God, mine was like four. Let me see, what was it? Um, Yeah, it was four, yeah. And Jonathan? 
17. 17. And Bernie. Oh, I rolled a 14. So uh, Jonathan's going to get his surprise round off, and then uh, we'll be in initiative order. So you're going to magic missile? I am going to magic missile. Let me see how. Are you just magic missling Brad? No, I, I, I pointed at both of them. I say, hey, guys, magic missile. Well, there's three of them at the bar, right? Are you doing non-lethal damage? Yeah, all you have to do is say, I'm doing non-lethal damage. I'll factor that in. And as I said, unless you uh, say that and then roll a natural 20 and do a lot of damage, it'll probably be fine. You get three darts. How many? There's basically uh, three guys down the bar. That's the Jacob, Carl, and Dave. Is Dave the one next to me? Two of them are next to you. One of them's next to Travancore. And, and Brad is the one that's right next to Jonathan. All right. Well, so I, there's four guys I total. hit them all. One on Brad and two on the others? Yeah, one on Brad, one on Carl, one on the last one. So go ahead and roll your damage for Brad. Nice. So five damage on Brad. Okay. Four damage on Carl and five damage on the last one. Nice. I'm rolling hot. Hot, hot, hot. Uh, they are all startled by this, uh, especially Brad, and they all immediately draw weapons. Um, Brad himself draws two knives. Uh, the other guys draw kind of a combination of, of axes and swords. You hear people around immediately react to the fact that weapons have been drawn. Ah! Soria notices the commotion and kind of gives Carlton a little bit of a nod. And you hear she had been playing kind of this this um, happy music. It it goes a little bit into something more frantic. And you you hear. And Jonathan, it is your turn. Do I get inspiration from this? All right. No, because she's not your party. Brad, Brad, like, barely pulled away as you magic-missled him in the sock. I back up, and I say, Brad, buddy, what seems to be the problem? Acid splash. Or, I'm sorry, fireball. <laughs> is that a, uh, do I roll to save, or do you roll to attack? Fireball is the other cantrip, and I need to look it up. So one While he's second. looking up that, the guy next to me, uh, that was Dave? Yes. Okay, the one that I slapped in the back. Yeah. And what is he brandishing? Uh, he's got the axe that you can see in the picture. Okay, he's got that's kind Dave. of a. It okay. looks more like a woodsman's axe, but it's pretty sharp. All right, so attack. Uh, I I hit an eleven. That sadly misses. All right. He's wearing um slightly nicer clothes, and now that you're close and you'd kind of patted him on the back, it's kind of like leather jerkin uh, material. So he he manages to kind of half dodge and half take the fire. You hit the bar. Fortunately, the bar is completely wet with beer and other foodstuffs, and so it does not immediately burst into flame. Okay. Uh, but you do miss. Okay. That was me. All right. Carlton. Dave! Smack him with that. That's not an axe. This is an axe. I take my great axe and I, I non-lethally just pop him in the head with it, hitting him down into the uh, uh, bar there. So All right, roll on attack. attack. 15. That does hit. Okay. Nice. And it hits for five. Nice. Uh, you actually do knock him out. <laughs> he is gone. All right. Anything else? Do you want to move? I want to grab his axe. Uh, you can do that. You, it is nowhere near as nice as yours. It's, it's as I said, more of a woodman's axe. Yeah, but I can have two axes. It's yeah, you can. You you don't get two attacks just oh, because of your two axes. But fine. you do now. You I do won't. can put down that you now have a a very nice woodman's axe. No, it's fine. I'll move closer to the next guy on the bar. <laughs> well, I look at him longingly. I'm like, yeah, buddy, 
You're up. Well, Brad is going to pull out one of his knives, and he's going to go after Jonathan because uh, he got he got surprised, and that made him unhappy. Oh shit! <laughs> wow. And he rolled uh, an eighteen versus your AC. Oh, that'll hit anything. All right, he does six damage as he just stabs you right in the side with this really sharp uh, dagger that he's got. Oh, that 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 hurts a lot. And he sneers at you and he says, "Not as much as it hurt me to be fooled by you." And he yanks it back out. As he yanks it, I give him one of these. <laughs> Flip him the bird. All right, Bernie, it is your turn. All right, so I'm going to cast Sacred Flame. And since he has decided to stab my friend, we're going all in on this. Fuck you, asshole. All right, you going after Brad? Yeah, let's go. Let's go for Brad, Mr. Knifey Brad. And then it says that he, it requires a dexterity saving throw. So I have to beat a 12 or more. Um, and he does not. Yay! Yay! So you hit him. Yay! And now he takes 1d8 radiant damage. Oh, shit, son. Nice. And I'm, like, still in my chair. So. <laughs> oh, no, you got off I'm your like, chair. No, I got off the stool. On the chair. Oh, you were on the chair. On oh, the chair. Okay. <laughs> all right. So, yeah, this uh, radiant blast just kind of catches him off guard. He staggers, and you can see he's now basically holding himself up at the bar. He's barely standing, but he is barely standing. And I wave at him and go, Hi! <laughs> And would you like to do anything else? Uh, don't I get one more action, right? If you've got a bonus action or if you'd like to move, but you can't do another action. Would you like to move from your chair? I would like to. We're going to I'm going to kind of like get down off my chair and start hustling my way over to where the the action's taking place. Okay. Because... You can very easily get over there. The the bar isn't that far. Okay. All right. It is their turn. Two of them. Uh one of them got attacked by Carlton the other is uh seeing their their leader get attacked so he's gonna go after Jonathan so I've already knocked one out (laughs) all right so the one on Carlton is just gonna attack with a club uh he's gonna hit with a 17 versus AC all right that hits for yeah all right He's going to smack you over the head for five damage. Uh, Jonathan, the other one, is also going to go after you with a club, and that's going to be for 16 versus AC. You're not missing. No, not yet. And he is going to hit you for four over the back of the head. And that puts me right on the ground. Oh, and Jonathan goes down. Um, you can see Brad. <laughs> you can see Brad smile at this in like retribution. Uh, Travancore, it is your turn. Okay, you said it's a free action. I can put the apple on the tip of my arrow so not to make it, make it non-lethal. That's if you would like to, or you could just tell me you're doing non-lethal damage, and it'll be fine. I think it's funnier with the apple. Also, I'm aiming for his <laughs> junk as hard as I possibly can. <laughs> so Carl's still up, right? Um. Is Carl in this group? Um, yes. Carl and Dave are still up as well as Brad. I'm going to try and hit Carl. I thought I knocked out Dave. With, oh, uh, maybe you did. You got one of them. With my longbow? Okay. 15. Oh, yes. That will clearly hit. Okay. Right in the junk. And I say, change your life, boy. As if to say, you're not a grown man. You don't understand what you're doing right now. I roll your damage. <laughs> oh, damage, of course. Oh, nice. 13. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, He goes down. You 
Red uh, balls, too. You nail him right in the junk. He grabs at his family jewels, and you see his face go, oh! and then he just falls right over and unconscious, just gone. Next time, I won't use the apple, boy. <laughs> All right, are you going to do anything else? That's it. For the moment, Jonathan, I need you to make a death saving throw. All right. It's blood cookie. It's blessed by cookies. Ow. Right. Blessed by cookies. Blessed by cookies. I also can like say. I would him. never do this on my own show, but I I don't have to edit this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks. I love you, Lauren. I love you too. Until I kill you. Boom. Oh, okay. Boom. Um, you're stable for the moment. He's still unconscious, but he's stable. Carlton. Seeing my friend Jonathan the Magic Muscular go down throws me into a blind rage. Oh. Yes. Are you literally raging? I am raging all up and down this bar. I'm going to say, like, if, you, if you're raging, it's going to be very hard for you to do non-lethal damage. I was about to say, my axe is not going side face. It is going full on. All right. Who would you like to go after? Uh, Let's go after the one that took down Jonathan. We've got Carl and Brad left. Carl. Fuck Carl. No, Brad. Brad's the one who Isn't stabbed Carl me. unconscious or whatever because I, I hit him in the balls? Yeah, you hit you hit the the one in the balls. You took to zero. You you hit him so hard in the balls that he just went down from he he hadn't so even that's been hurt. Carl. Let's see, rage. Go, it's Carl. Oh, shit. oh yeah, yeah. I think with a twenty six, you're very clearly gonna hit. Do you actually roll uh, a twenty? I yeah. rolled a nat twenty. Oh, nice. All right. Well, so his head, head goes. Off. I go and hit him. I'm so blind that his head goes clear across the bar. It lands in front of Soria. Well, I do need you to roll damage, but you double the dice. So go ahead and, and double your dice and add your proficiency. Five, double, oh, uh, well. <laughs> That's ten. Yeah, so double ten plus two because I'm raging. As twelve. Uh, and then. All right. Yeah, you slaughter him. Uh, his, as you say, his head comes clear off, flies over. Soria has risen out of her chair at this point to kind of dodge as people have been running and scampering away. And some people have been watching and cheering on um, as the head kind of comes her way. She continues to play. She's playing, playing, playing. Head's about to, to come and get her. And she just neatly sidesteps the head as it goes bounce, bounce, bounce. She gives it kind of a disgusted look like, oh, and then goes back to playing. I take the blood from his neck and just kind of pan it under my eyes. All right. All that's left is Brad. Brad has just watched two of his friends go uh, unconscious. One of them get decapitated and he is super hurt. Uh, so he is actually going to uh, sheathe his dagger and run. Now, since he was not next to anybody who could whack him, no one's going to get a chance to hit him as he runs away. He is just barely going to make it to the door, however. That's pretty much as far as he's going to get, and then it is Bernie's turn. Okay, um, I have to make a decision whether or not there's going to be a trial later. You know what? I, I'll, I'll heal Roadblock later. If I, I have 60 feet of Sacred Flame. Yeah, he was only able to move 30, so you could easily hit him. So I'm just going to try to get him on the way out, you know, just make it a little tidier. All right. Clean the shit up. Non-lethal nice damage. Bow. You're gonna try to kill him. Uh oh, shit, fuck yeah! I'm, it's been not. It's been uh, try to kill you damage since the <laughs> the first time I cast this. <laughs> All right. Roll um, roll your attack. Or no wait, is this, uh, is this sacred flame? You have to do your dexterity saving throw. Yeah. All right. He rolls a fifteen. <gasps> Damn it. 
All right, so he he's like looking back behind his shoulder as he runs, and he sees this this bolt of energy coming, and he just manages to duck out of the way. Travancore, what would you like to do? Can I appeal to reason? Can I actually persuade him to stop because of the violence? Because honestly, you've lost your friends at this point. You're not going to win this battle. You can have your life, or you can have this. I mean, it's your call. Can I appeal to Travi to kill you him? Can persuade me to kill him. <laughs> Roll me a persuasion check to like yell this okay, at him as he's trying two. to run away. I, my question, my 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 comment on that would be: I don't know how persuasive yes. I am. <laughs> oh God, ten. So here, here, even if even if you had rolled really high, here's the situation: you've just watched your two friends go down. You are at the door with momentum, and someone yells at you: "Hey, come back, buddy!" He's a child. Here's the thing: you decapitated Carlton. You decapitated a child for what? We could have taken them out without killing them. But you chose to take his head off. Yeah, he took down Jonathan. He deserved the. Jonathan will be fine. They were about twenty. He didn't he kill our friend. He's unconscious. I'm bleeding on the floor. No, it's like it's like at the beginning of Reservoir Dogs. You know, Mr. Orange is bleeding all over the place. You're like, no, nah, he's fine. Those cops, they weren't trying to kill him. Listen, you send one of my pack to the hospital, I send one of yours to the morgue. Let's put it this way. The two that you did non-lethal damage on are unconscious and not right, having and you to make Carl. death-saving you, throws. Didn't you go after Carl? Carl was the one who's already unconscious. Carl no. was unconscious. No, 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 yeah, hold Carl, on. No, no. I, I hit Carl One is balls. unconscious and one is dead. One is missing his head. There were three of them, right? There's four. <laughs> so Carl was the one I went yes, after. Yes, there's three of them. There, well, there's four. Brad is running. Carl no. and Dave are unconscious. No. Jacob like, is Dave was dead. unconscious. Jacob was unconscious. Know, Brad is running, and I chopped me. off Carl's head. Okay. So After he was unconscious, because I I knocked him prone already. He was he yes, was down. So two unconscious, one dead, one at the door. Two unconscious. Jacob and Dave were unconscious. Carl one was dead, fully aware. One at the door. Car- no, I Carl, I hit in the balls just now. I, I took him out, right, 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 Lauren. You hit. You took the other guy down. Yes, Carl. Okay, so we we have to. <laughs> Why do I feel dead. like this is an episode <laughs> of the Three Stooges? Brad is running. Right, Jacob fine. is dead. I killed Jacob. Carl and Dave are unconscious. Carl because they're twins and I got it mixed up. I don't know how persuasive I am at 10 anyway, but I try. If only they'd been conjoined. Um, he doesn't even stop. Would, he doesn't I, I, that even would be look a at you. Very he just, diff- just keeps to, running. Just to uh, step out of character for a moment. It, it would, would be, be super difficult. Talking someone out of combat is extremely hard. I'll say this. However, if he hadn't started to run, this would be the time. All of his friends are dead. He is almost dead himself. You've hurt him quite a bit. So it's not that this was a... And I'll also speak out of character. This is not that it was a bad idea. You just didn't roll high enough. Fair enough. For that, I'll let you still do an action. Uh, well, normally, that would be your action. Shoot him in the buttocks. I'll, I'll have that you be he- your bonus action. You hear action. someone mumble from the ground. Do I have can anything I, like, I can throw at him or no? Shoot him. Go shoot him. Just shoot him and say it's non-lethal. Can I shoot him, shoot him. You don't have to kill him. I get a free action? Stop him from going and get No, you get daddy. an action. I'll try and shoot him. Like, I'm non-lethal. Non-lethally. He's going to shoot him in the buttocks. Go for it. There you go. Ow, something bit me. Something, <laughs> something came up and bit me. <laughs> That's like a 17, right? You rolled a 17. I don't even know what your bonus is, but you very clearly hit him. He got a 15 plus 2. You do need to roll damage. It is non-lethal damage. I will keep that in mind. 10. Awesome. As the fabulous Matt Mercer would say, how would you like to do this? All right. So I aim the arrow at his shoulder. It hits him. He goes down. I twist the arrow in him, and I say, 
I want you to think about whether scaring that bard out of town was worth it or not. Change your life. And I look him right in the eye. He squeals in super high-pitched voice. It's just like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I swear. I swear. I won't. I'll leave her alone. Uh, no, no, please. Ow, 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 ow. And tell your friends the same. Are we out of initiative now? W- yes, you have. So I go grab his friend's head and I do sock puppet. Yeah, that's right. You'll leave her alone. At this point, you hear, while before it was kind of a lot of people cheering for you and uh, kind of the healthy screams of people being worried, as soon as you do that, you hear a lot of people just go, oh, oh, and you hear someone in the corner vomiting. (laughs) Uh, Brad starts to beg and cry. Please, please, just, just please. Please let me go. I promise I won't even I won't even come back to town. Please. I will spare your life on the condition that you treat all races with the same dignity that you would humans. Yes, yes, whatever you want, I swear. I'll do it. And if and you don't, it's an ugly I have another cry. hand for another puppet. He does. He is he is terrified and practically dead and is just Absolutely. Whatever you want. I swear. I swear. I swear. Are, are you going to let him go? Or are you just going to continue to just twist the arrow in its socket in his shoulder? I twist the arrow one more time and I ask my friend oh! what you think. I'm, I'm good with whatever. Guess what? No, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to him. Jonathan? Oh, I'm down. I don't say anything. I gurgle. You may <laughs> have your life. Remember this day for the rest of your lives. <sighs> we, we, I Bernie, didn't get to say. I want to climb up on Travi's shoulders and yank out the arrow really hard so that it hurts. He goes, and he rolls over on his side and he he gets up and he says, thank you. And he starts to limp away. His two other friends have uh, emerged from unconsciousness and have started to kind of follow him and are limping. And one of them is also sad man crying. And it's, it's disgusting. Jonathan, you hear beautiful music and feel a, a, a gentle touch on your shoulder, and you come back to life uh, with six hit points. As uh, you open your eyes, you see Soria standing over you, uh, one hand on your shoulder, and she is singing to you, and, and through her song, she casts Healing Word and Yay. heals your wounds. Thank you. I don't know where my cleric is, but I'm glad you're here. Sorry, I, don't... I did this for you. I am so glad you are here. I did this for you. I spill a pint of <laughs> One beer. One for your homies. Soria looks at you, uh, uh, Carlton, and it is super obvious that she is absolutely disgusted by the the sock I throw puppet the head. Around and be head. Like, oh, sorry, 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 sorry. But she manages to like school her features just enough to not be insulting and be like, "I'm so happy you could help." I'll definitely go back to playing and some of the people started to kind of calm down. The barkeep has come on in. Um, Most people are like passing by the headless body now and kind of giving it a shove. And this this was a guy who wasn't well liked. Barkeep says, I'll I'll take care of the constable. Don't worry about it. It it was obvious they started the fight. I'll, I'll go ahead and take care of that. But the rest of you probably should leave. Okay, we go. Before I do, I say, should any need our services, be no, no, not afraid to find us. Also, know that any mess, mess with this bard, have to deal with us. Everyone, like, 
no one was even thinking about messing with Soria, but your words, everybody is just like, uh-huh, yep, absolutely, whatever you say, we sir. We just sure removed thing. a kid's head. I, I think we made our puppet. point abundantly clear. I don't want to be a head puppet. Some people need it to be said. So I, uh, with that said, I leave. Okay. You kind of all head outside, helping Jonathan a little bit. As you get outside, Sori actually runs after you and uh, says, listen, listen, I, I, I wanted to thank you. I know you were doing this as a favor for Leosian, but I, I, I definitely wanted to thank you personally. The, the reason I was here is because I'm actually I'm searching for something, and it's something that you, you might be interested in as well. There's, there's a whole bunch of dragons and dragon cultists gathering in this area uh the reason i came here is because i'm actually hunting the green dragon that killed my family and if if you happen to hear of anything of a, of a green dragon nearby please tell me i would i i would uh love for the chance to avenge them um i don't know how but uh i'll figure that out eventually but the 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 group that I talked to said that they there were a whole bunch of cultists and cobalt who had taken residence in this farm just outside of town, and I I know that they have been gathering uh basically bandits just killing people on the roads. So if if you're looking for and she looks right at Carlton, she says stuff to kill. Uh, you might want to head that way. And she hands you over a map and then darts back into the wait, the wait, inn. Wait. Sorry, sorry. Before you go in, before you go in, sorry, sorry. Before you go back, yeah, she she's gone. She she shoved a map into your hand and then she ran. And when you open up the map, you can see it is um, kind of a map of the surrounding areas that she has been marking off meticulously where dragons have been sighted. And you're kind of surprised at the number of them. There's quite a few for what's normally a peaceful area and she has circled a farmhouse that is just outside of town and written a couple of things in a language that none of you can read that seems to be the one that she was talking about and we'll end it there yay Yay. there you go guys do we get experience for you do let me go ahead and add that up i wanted to wait until we got to the end so you get a total of 220 experience between the four of you do I Yay. get extra experience for cutting a guy's head off? No. Uh, no. <laughs> you did get some extra experience for how you handled the, the searching around in town and stuff like that. I go back and raid the dead guy's pockets. That would probably be a bad idea. If if you try to go back in, you're going to see that the constables now arrived and they're kind of trying to put the Fine. head and the body kind of packed together. Yeah. But you've got this map that seems to lead you to uh, where... Uh, Soria says there's some cobalts hanging out. You can always go check the job board again next week, but uh, that will be for the next time we get together. Thanks for listening to Dungeons and Dragons and Drunks. Follow us on Twitter at Dungeon Drunks or at our host podcast at Glibshark or www.glibshark.com and see you next encounter. <laughs>